0: Hello, my name is Lee Milne, and you are listening to the We Magic Podcast. Hello again, and welcome back to the We Magic Podcast. My name is Lee Milne, and today I'm going to speak about what I intended to speak about in the last episode before I went off on one of my... ...infamous rants and rambles... ...today I'm going to speak about... ...gigging... ...and... ...gigs... ...so... ...if you are a hobbyist... ...I hope you'll still listen to this episode... ...and find some interest in it... ...if you're... ...a working full-time professional magician... I hope you'll listen and find some value or some familiarity maybe. If you're in between, if you're semi-professional or part-time, maybe you've got another job and you do this, you do magic on the side for other people. Or if you don't perform for anyone, you just practice at home, occasionally show some friends. Whatever it is, I hope you'll find some value, some entertainment from this episode. So, what type of gigs are there? There are countless gigs. The first one, the most obvious probably, if you say to someone, Oh, I'm a magician. Most adults, I would say 75%, maybe... 80% 80% of adults would say, huh, you do kid shows. And I know a lot of you are out there thinking, oh, how dare they, how dare they think I do kids shows. Listen, there's nothing wrong with doing kids shows. I make a good percentage of my living from kids shows, especially this time of the year. And even more so towards the end of the year, you know, but yeah, kids shows, that includes birthday parties, christenings, communions, um, you know, like uh, stage shows at holiday parks, things like this, what else can we do, what other gigs can we do, weddings, massive market in the UK, I'm sure it'll become a massive market all over the world, eventually. But right now, it's a huge market in the UK. And these are great gigs. They're great gigs because, you know, you're the magician. It's close-up magic. And you're wandering around, meeting people, getting to know people a little bit, having a laugh, showing them some good magic, hopefully improving their day, hopefully making the couple... Who are getting married, hopefully making their day even more memorable for not just them but also for their guests. They want their guests to go home and remember their wedding, and you can be part of that. So, at a wedding, you can do close up magic, you can do a little sort of cabaret performance in one corner if people are up for that, you can do a bit of kids' magic. You can, you know, right, what sometimes happens, let's be honest, is I'll go to a wedding. I'm sure it happens to a lot of wedding magicians. Do a bit of magic. A child or a couple of kids come up. And they're like, oh, can you show us something? Show us a trick, mister. Right, okay. Show us a trick, magic man. Okay. So i show them a couple of tricks. They're happy. And that's it. They are following me around for the entire gig well, they would be if I let them and I used to let them and when I was performing for adults at other tables the kids would be standing at the side watching and the adults just sort of chuckled about it and said, oh you've got a little fan club there and I'm thinking, yep And this little fan club if they stay with me the whole time they're going to see the same effects eventually and maybe well, you know the saying Shown a magic trick once is entertainment, showing it twice is education. I don't want them, you know, catching anything the second or third or fourth time they see it. So <laughs> I do try to grid them, not in a nasty way, <clears throat> and I don't give them some, you know, some keep busy, feel important type of job. I don't give them a pen and say, hey, can you go and get everyone to write their name down on these cards? Or can you go and get everyone to, you know, I don't know. Here's here's a magic trick you can go and do for the adults. I just say to them, I said, thanks very much. I'm going to come back and see you guys in a wee bit, okay? But I'm going to go and see some of the other tables. And to be honest, you're not going to... It's going to be a bit boring for you guys because the magic I do there, yeah, you will not really like it. You know, or or something like that, that's an example. Um, But yeah, weddings. (laughs) Great market, great gigs. Similarly, corporate events. I do quite a lot of corporate events and it's usually like a a staff night out at the end of the financial year or an awards ceremony um, or a recruitment day or something like that and they're great and I used to think when I first got into magic and I heard the term corporate events corporate magic I thought okay that's you know that's um you're in your best suit you're you know you're um have to be professional serious you have to be totally it's it's this way one straight line of rules you have to follow It's upper class, it's upper crust. It's none of that. It's similar to a wedding. Go and have a laugh with the staff. Even the CEOs, the owners of the company, the bosses. They want you to have a laugh with their staff and they want to have have fun as well. Obviously, they don't want you to turn up looking like you haven't slept for four days, looking like you haven't had a shower or combed your hair they want you to be presentable, they want you to be professional, but they don't, you know, they don't want you to be this, how can I put it, this, um, template of a magician, of what they think a magician was in 1920, they want you to have fun, okay, so, uh, so what was I talking about? Gigs, yeah. So, that's another market, though. Corporate, they're great fun. Also, we've got um, private parties for adults. Like, I do 40th birthday parties I perform at, um, and 50th and 60th and 70th birthday parties, 21st birthday parties, um, hen parties, stag do's, uh, you know... ...things like this and they're always great fun. And they're similar to corporate. They're similar to weddings. They're, everyone there wants to have fun. Do you know what I think... ...is at the back of my mind when I'm trying to explain all this? I think... I've ...I've always... ...tried to avoid... ...being the magician who goes to a gig... ...who goes to perform somewhere... And as I'm also serious, also powerful. Look at this. Look at me. You must believe this. You must follow my rules. This is serious business. It's it's serious business to us. In a way, but it's fun, and th- I mean that's why people like magic because it's fun. It's surprising, and it's it can be shocking. It can be emotive, and it's um it's all these different things but it should be fun at the end of the day that should be the main thing people should think I had a lot of fun watching that ma- magic so there are all types different types of gigs cruise, oh, cruise ships holiday parks um, theme parks down your local pub is having some sort of event, they want you to come in, stand by the bar and do some magic. Go around the tables and do some magic. You can create your own gig, go and stand in the street. As long as you're in, you know, a place where you're allowed to stand in the street and perform for money, you can do that. That's a gig, busking. If not, you can do some magic. If you've got a sign or you know you're clearly conveying the message that you're not charging money for this but donations are gratefully accepted then that's you know that's another thing as well i remember years and years ago i was in blackpool in a family holiday and there was a minion standing in the street obviously one of those knock-off minion costumes you see, <laughs> some guy inside it sweating to death, this was, oh I can't, 2014 maybe, Four, 13 or 14, in fact no I must have been 14 or 15, Um because I was there with the family and it was so hot, this one weekend, just a freak weekend and around about Easter time. And it was scorching and I thought this poor bugger inside this minion costume must be close to death. And you could go up and get a photo taken and the minion had a little bucket beside them and a little sign on top of the bucket that said, suggested donation £2. And I thought that's pretty good. but you're not asking for money. You're not saying, if you want a photograph with me, it's £2. You're saying Hey I'm here, get a photo with me. Suggested donation is two pound. If you don't pay any money, well I won't be delighted, but I'm not gonna say anything, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm a minion, what can I do? Haha <laughs> banana but I thought it is quite good. Suggested donation. Would you perform for free? Would you? I might. I have. I think if you're starting out, trying to gain experience, trying to get your name out there, there's nothing wrong with working for free. Now, I wouldn't travel two hours somewhere in two hours back and work for free for two hours but if my own little village was having an event and they were like oh, I wonder if we could get someone for entertainment and I was brand new, I had never performed before or never performed more than a few times I would offer my services and I would say I'll come along and they're like well we can't well I don't really know if you're any good can't really pay you that's okay let me hand out flyers, let me hand out business cards let me have my name on my website or my Facebook page or my contact details on display and I'll do it for free deal, deal they're obviously going to go for that I mean they'd be silly not to charity if I can help out a charity that's a genuine charity it's not help send Brenda to Barbados for her 50th birthday that's not charity if it's an actual charity and they're looking for some help to raise funds or and everyone else is doing what they can for free Then, and if if I'm available and it's not miles away, you know, not too many miles away, yeah, I'll come along for half an hour or an hour. Or maybe I can fit you in, in between gigs if it's a Saturday. Or I'll come along at the end of the day and do something for the kids or for the adults in attendance. I'll try to help out. Never work for free. Never, ever, ever work for free. Never, ever, 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 ever work for free. No, I'll I'll do what I want. I'll do what I want. Okay, <laughs> because um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. The last time I worked for free um, may have been well, a good few years ago now. But if I'm in the pub. Or I'm out for a meal with my wife, or whatever else. If someone says, Oh, you're the magician, can you show me a bit of magic? I'm not going to say, £5, pounds, please. I mean, what used to happen quite often was I would show some magic to people, and they would say, Oh, let me buy you a drink. And I would say, Okay, this is a great gig. <laughs> Back in the day I really, really liked the drink. Um anyway that's nothing to do with it. But yeah, if someone down the the pub wants to see some magic and it turns into a little five minutes or seven minutes I've spent I showed them maybe three or four things, two or three things or one thing. Doesn't matter, I'm never gonna say you owe me now that's that's a good way to make sure they never ask you to come and work at their event. And a lot of the time you don't know who you're speaking to in a pub. You may have a vague idea of, oh, I've seen you around with your shirt and tie, I've seen you around in your construction outfit, I've seen you around wearing your you know a lanyard for some reason. And then she says, Oh, I'm a teacher. I'm in charge of finding entertainment for my school or he says oh I'm I'm actually we've got a a new uh, influx of staff at my office and we're looking for someone to come in on their induction day to show you know to break up the day a bit and show them that it's a fun place to work or they may be saying actually we're getting married at the end of this year. We're looking for a wedding magician. You don't know who you're speaking to, you don't know what free performances will lead to. I started off, and I think I've said before, on this podcast, but who really listens to this podcast? (laughs) No one. Craig, Craig listens. Oh, Craig, you're a good guy. Um, But but I'm sure I've said in this podcast before, the way I started out was by going round pubs, which I was doing anyway, and people would say oh can you show us a trick eventually it got to a point where I would go into a pub and it would be a case of come on Lee what have you learned this week what have you got to show us today and I'd have to come up with new stuff and it was great because I was learning new stuff all the time because I felt like oh I better do something because I better find something new because next time I go to the pub they'll be wanting to see something and I was excited about it. And then again, and yeah, and it would force me to do that, and it would also let me try out things. I would do something, think of that that was amazing. They really enjoyed that. I would do something else, oh, that wasn't quite as good. No, they're not really, people aren't really into that. I I thought that might be the case with this trick, you know. So, don't this is my job, this is my business this is my career at the moment and yeah obviously if someone says, even my next door neighbour says can you come and do a little 15 minute performance for my kid can't pay anything but I'll be grateful and the day they've asked me to do that is the day I've got four back to back events on, I've got a kids party in the morning, and then another kids party at lunchtime, and then I've got a wedding after that, and after that I've got a, I don't know, a 40th to attend. I'm going to have to say no, and it's not because they've said we can't pay anything. It's not because... I'm thinking I'm worth more than zero, which obviously I am, and we should all feel like that. We should all believe we're worth more than nothing because you are. But it's because I I honestly can't do it. I physically cannot do it on that day. But I'll try to do it tomorrow. But yeah, this whole attitude... Never work for free, I never work for free, I'm a professional. Well, you're a professional something. Give a little bit back, that's all I'm saying. Be good. Something, it took me a long time to... Except, and something I still kind of struggle with at the moment, is that it's possible, in fact, it's okay to turn down gigs. I used to think, well, there's a gig on offer, I better take it. But when I was first starting out, I was of the mindset, I'll have to take any gig every gig if someone's offering me £40 to go and do some some magic for an hour I'm going to take it because it's, you know, I mean this this isn't quite as this isn't quite the point I'm making this is more like working for free when you're working for very little money early in your career I think that's okay But what I mean really is um, taking every gig because you think oh, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to not go to this gig because you think every show, every performance might lead to something else, something better. And it might. A lot of them do. But it might not. I know there are several magicians who have spoken about this online, um, especially since Covid and everything else. A lot of magicians have taken a step back, especially people who have been doing it for a good number of years. They've taken a step back and decided, well, I've been offered a gig this weekend, but... I'd rather spend this weekend with my wife or with my kids or I'd sort of year mark this weekend as the weekend I'm going to sit down and just watch all these movies or read these books or get stuck into this project or do this housework or whatever it is and i think, thinking, oh, but i better take the gig it's an extra 200, 300 However, whatever, you know, it's this extra money. But a lot of people are realising and saying that, well, is that as important? Someone got in touch with me today about a gig. And this is sort of the opposite way, the opposite of what I'm talking about. And whether it's going to happen or not, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not entirely optimistic about it. But at the same time, it's a possibility. So I'll just say it. Um, someone got in touch with me to say, "Can you come to this foreign country? Uh, you'll be put up for three or four days. Four days, I think, it is perform magic on three of those evenings for up to a thousand teenagers. Um, the pay will be six hundred pounds." all in that's what you're getting for the four days and the three performances and being away from home and from your family for that long and I said I would love to do that because the experience outweighs the financial gain obviously it would be amazing if they said we'll also pay you £10,000 <laughs> Or forever, but, um, but yeah, the money is less important, and that's what I'm saying about a lot of performers. Since lockdown, especially, they've realised that the money is nice. Well, it's necessary, but when it's not completely necessary, when you didn't think you had a gig that weekend, and suddenly someone offers you a gig, you've got that option. You've got that luxury to say, well, actually no, thank you very much for offering me the gig, thank you for thinking of me, Um, I'll definitely come and help next time, I'll come and perform for your event next time if you'll have me, but I'm going to say no, thank you for this particular invite. That was really bad for thinking, oh, especially maybe two thousand nineteen, eighteen, nine. Well, from like two thousand seventeen up until lockdown, I was taking everything, and there were some days, especially weekends. Some weekends I was coming home, and I was so tired, and I hadn't seen my my wife, hadn't really seen my stepkids or the dog. And I just came home and I was so tired And everybody wanted a bit of my attention Just because they missed me as well Because they are all at school Or at work during the week uh, Not the dog and, um, <laughs> and I'm out all weekend And we're starting to grow apart a little bit Not really a bit of feeling like that You know, a feeling like oh, I'd never see you We're getting a bit distant Especially my wife Before she was my wife we just like uh, We're just Hardly seeing each other hardly spending any time with each other and then when we did it was like, oh, you're always working, I know but you always want, you know we need the money and we we want the money and yeah, we do, we do but there has to be a balance and your health is affected as well your physical health, your mental health and it's not even just that it's also, there are some gigs these days, I think I just for that particular type of event or or that particular event, I don't want to travel that far. I can and I know that I can charge a bit more for it, and they will pay me more, but i don't I don't want to or there are some gigs I just think I don't want to do that, and I used to feel terrible turning them down. I used to feel guilty about. Turning down the money for my family. But also, I felt like... I felt terrible letting down these people who were looking forward to having entertainment at their event. I shouldn't have, because... I'm not their only option. So when I say no... When I say no thanks, or no, I'm sorry, I can't make it... They're not going to say, Oh, well, event's cancelled. Kids, go home. Event's cancelled... You too. You're not getting married. Events cancel. You know, whatever it is, they're going to find someone else. It's no problem to them. So I think it's okay to turn down offers of work at times. You have to look after you, inside and outside, and saying no can be a big part of that. <laughs> of course, we've all had good days and bad days, and (laughs) I've had my fair share of both. Some of the good events I've had, some of the good gigs I've had come to mind straight away when First started in magic, I was invited to go along and perform at the Scottish Car Show. And they paid me, you know, and that was a great gig. That was two days in um, an Angleston Centre in Edinburgh, doing walk-around close-up magic for just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And, um, you know, the... I don't know what they're called. They... Young ladies and very little clothing, um, <laughs> you know. standard of sports cars. I've never been into cars, but I've always been into. Well, I won't say anymore. But yeah, great weekend, great weekend. Um, and then pretty soon after that, I was offered a chance to go and perform at the Miss Scotland Awards. That was also a great week, a great night. Um, I I wasn't paid for that, but while I was there, I met like some you know Scottish celebrities, um, people I recognise from TV, Scottish TV soaps, or uh, Scottish sports programs. Um, yeah, Scottish personalities who's the golfer, Colin, something, I don't really know golf, why don't I know golf, because it's golf, that's why, but yeah, so that was a good night, it's good to meet a lot of people, and um, yeah, so these are right at the start of my, my career as a magician, and I thought this is great, this must be what it's like all the time fast cars, beautiful women and celebrities surrounded me. (laughs) I soon learned it was not like that. Um, Other great gigs I've had, Uh, the first time I stood on stage in front of about 300 people, it was a stand-up to cancer weekend up in Helensburgh, which is... Sort of, you know, a, a couple of hours north from me. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a great day. That was the first time I did a family show on stage in front of so many people, and great reaction. Great day. Great review afterwards. Um, I mean, these days most of the events I do are, I would say are great, great fun, I've enjoyed them, more highs than lows these days, still get the bad day here and there, Um, being invited back to Viva Brazil, giving back my residency which I thought was gone after Covid, that was great, being invited to, just so many, I've been so, I've been lucky with a lot of things great stuff, Um, but yeah like I said, I've had my fair share of lows as well (laughs) believe me (sighs) one of the first kids parties I did, a little boy came up and punched me in the face I think I've spoken about that before just punched me and his dad watched laughing away you know my stomach drops every time I'm booked for a gig in a certain town because I know that most of the venues that people use in that town for any type of event, kids' parties, christenings, um, engagement parties, anything, they usually use the nightclubs because they're the easiest places to rent out during the day or in the early evening um, in this town and they're all upstairs and none of them have lifts, none of them have an easy access entrance so I park up, take all my stuff into this building and go up this narrow staircase where it twists around at the top, every single one of them seem to do this in this town. And go up another narrow staircase, and I go through a door, and then along a the corridor and through another door, and eventually I find the event that I'm looking for. And I'm like, "Oh, magician! Magician's here!" And then, even though it's during the day, it's dark, and the music's blasting, and they've got these disco lights going, and the DJ gives me a wave, with a pint in his hand, and I'm like, "Oh my." God. God oh no And it's a whole big thing getting the bar staff to turn the lights on and turn the disco lights off and get a DJ to turn his music off and just give me forty five minutes to perform my show and then after that you can do what you want mate I'll stand out of the way and I'll make balloons for other kids after that or whatever I'm doing Close up, magic. Do oh, you know? A couple of years ago, I was invited to this very, very posh, fancy venue, um, and it was a hunters and riders gathering party, whatever. And I went in, and it's it was really posh. Everyone was dressed up so nice they had all sorts of things going on they had if I knew what hunters and uh, hunters and riders was at the time I might not have attended because I didn't know it was actually people who actually hunted I don't know if that's just an old fashioned name they use for this certain society but a lot of them were talking about actually hunting and I thought I'm not really keen on this but it was too late, I was there by then. And I did my best, you know, I did my job. And everyone was happy. But I was booked for two and a half hours, I think. Um, and about after about an hour and a half, I still hadn't gone round everyone. Because um, it, was, it was a big, big place. Um, but I was going round and I was meeting people, getting a few laughs, shaking a few hands. And then all of a sudden... <clears throat> this guy came out of nowhere onto the dance floor and with a microphone. And he said, you know me, I've been taking your drinks orders all night. Well, I've had enough and all this. And done this whole big thing. And he was a singing waiter, right? And he started singing Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Great song. Voted, I think it was something like the most uplifting song, or the perfect song to lift your mood, or something like that, a few years ago, anyway, great song, and then two others, two other singing waiters appeared, and joined in, and they were so loud, I was going around the tables, I couldn't hear a word anyone was saying, they couldn't hear a word I was saying, I was trying my best to show them visual tricks, but they're like squinting at me, because the music's so loud, it's so off-putting, and all anyone could do was just sit, and just wait for it to end, and these guys went on, and on, and on, and I just, eventually, I just stood back, in the corner, and watched them, and waited for them to finish, and after they finished, that was like half an hour, a half an hour of my gig, gone, didn't matter, but just a bit frustrating, uh and then the book the person had booked me said come come to this table come to this table this is all the the big wigs sort of thing so I went to this table and I started meeting people shaking hands I said sit down sit down all oh, right okay sat down um started showing them some magic I said show us some magic close proper close up we're sitting here you're sitting here right you're one of us shows us something you would do at a table so I started showing them some table magic um <clears throat> and then more people went on to dance floor and it was it was something like an auction. An auction for the eligible young people. So these young ladies and young men went on to the dance floor and people were auctioning them. So I was halfway through a trick when this started. And the guy who was watching the trick said, right, 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 stop, stop, stop. I need to watch this auction. And I was like, well, okay. You invited me to sit here. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't come and force this on you. Anyway, I wouldn't say that was a bad gig, it was just a couple of inconvenient things happened during it. I remember a few years ago, I did a gig in a nightclub the weekend before, well, the weekend of Halloween. So, I was booked for four hours, and it was from... 10pm uh, until 2pm No wait, it wasn't It was No, because I wasn't going to get busy till 11 So they booked me 11 Well, the one to two, Till 2 11 till 2 And that was not my favourite gig <laughs> I mean, most people I was going round and Introduced myself as much as I could over the music and over the smoke and over the darkness. Uh, but most people, when they found out who I was, while I was there, they were like, oh, show us some show us some magic, show us some magic. So I did that. Most of the night was great. One guy I went up to, he was in the corner. And I didn't realise until I was talking to him that he was non-responsive. He was like out of his face. I don't mean he was, you know... He wasn't unconscious, but he might as well have been. He's just, like, completely vacant. His body was pretty much limp. And he was just like... Uh, 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 uh. Obviously, i taken too much of something. Um, but he seemed happy. So, I moved on. And I went to this table, and it was older people... Um, than you might normally find in a nightclub, people in their 40s, not to say that they shouldn't be there, nightclubs are for all ages, well, all ages over 18, (laughs) so good on them, and it was like three or four couples, three or four um, pairs of men and women, and they're all sitting there, and I went up and said to them, said to the guy who was sitting closest to where I was, my name's Lee, I'm here doing magic, blah, blah, blah. And he went, come here, mate, come here, come here, come here, mate, come here. And I leaned in and he went, do me a magic, do me a magic trick. And he swore, f disappear. And I was like, all right, mate, all right. he's like, no, I mean it, get out of here. No, it's like, right, just relax, mate. But I, went, I left into it. I thought, you know, the bouncers had said to me, and they kept checking with me all night, which is really good of them, pretty, you know, unexpected, but they kept on up and said, I'm alright, you okay mate, if they treating you well, all this stuff, really good, Um and I was just waiting for this guy to do something, it's because the bouncers would have clocked him straight away, and clocked him, you know, <laughs> Um but I didn't come to that, thankfully. I just walked away. I was like, whatever, mate. And I went round the nightclub showing people stuff. And then I went back to that area. And his wife, she hadn't seen what had gone on earlier. She came up to me with one of the other women from the table. And they grabbed me and they went, oh, please, please come to the table and show us some magic. We love magic. Please, please come and show it. And I was like, oh, this is awkward. So I went back and I showed the magic, showed them all magic, the whole table. And he just sat there looking at his feet the whole time, and I was like, happy Halloween. But you get good and bad days in every job. You get good and bad days in day-to-day life, regardless of job. I've had over 20 jobs, And they've included retail, bar work, security. I was in the Navy for a couple of years. I was a postman. Um, Driver. uh, All sorts of different things. Worked in kitchens and... Yeah, so I've had... But I've got plenty of stories about plenty of different things I've done over the years. Um, And magic's no different. You know, it's just another job. It's a bit of a unique kind of job, but it's just another job. But what would be ideal for you? Would you like to work every single weekend? Would you like to work as a magician, I mean, as a performer? Would you like to work five days a week? Would you like to work one day a, a week or one day a month, but make enough money to, you know, live on comfortably? Maybe you want to work one day a year and just charge like £40,000 or whatever for that gig. Or, do you love the thrill? Do you love going and performing for people and sharing this gift you have? Entertaining people, making them smile, making them go, ooh, ah, and all this. If you're in the mindset that I want to work as little as possible for as much money as possible, I don't know if magic's the right avenue. And know I've said before, there's a very well-known magician who has said they only get into magic purely for the money. Now, it seems like not that many people heard that interview, but it's out there. And it seems like that person is kind of shied away from having said that, but it's it's out there, and I just feel like it's not, you know, it's not what magic's about, in my opinion, this is all just my opinion, as I say, every episode is a collection of my opinions, my thoughts, my theories, my stories, my experiences, So you have to take it as it is because that's all it is, my own thoughts, opinions. But yeah, if someone offered me the chance to work one day a year, but I'm not allowed to show magic to anyone any time outside of that. I'm not allowed to show anyone down the pub some magic, I'm not allowed to show my wife or my stepkids or my nephew or niece or anyone at all in real life or online or anything like that. I'm not allowed to share magic or ventriloquism or anything like that at all any day or any second of the year except for that one day that I work and I'll get a year's wage for that one day of work. I don't think you could do it. I really don't think you could do it. I don't think I would miss it too much. I like to show people magic, I like to make as many people smile as possible. I used to say when I left home, when I was 17, joined the Navy by the time I came back I had been in this mindset of I want to meet as many people as I can in my life and I still think that but now it's more like I want to meet as many people as I can in my life and make them smile that's what life's about I think touching others lives Making people happy even for for five seconds, doing something to brighten someone else's day. People remember this. People remember how you made them feel. People remember oh that was a I remember the last time I met that guy he was he was a good laugh. You know that's what life is about to me very philosophical here But um Yeah So let me know what you think Would you work one day a year But never ever 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 be able to show anyone any magic Outside of that one day Or are you like me Do you want to do As many gigs as you want to do Maybe you're a workhorse And you want to work 300 days of the year uh, You know, 360 days of the year, even. Just take five days off. I don't know. Everyone's different, I suppose. But, yeah. If you're a gigging magician, just remember why you get into it. I know for a lot of people it's become a bit jaded. It's become, well, it's all about the money or it's all about... This lifestyle is all about trying to be famous, things like that. When I first started magic, people were like, "Oh, you're gonna be, you're gonna be on TV in no time, you're gonna be famous and all this," and I was like, "Really? Okay." And I kind of believed it for a little while. I thought, "All right, well, I guess that's what magicians do—to go on TV," because at the time, I had no idea there were so many of us out there in this little country in Scotland or in the whole UK I had no idea there were so many magicians I thought when I first started there's maybe there's probably about three or four other magicians in Scotland maybe I'll meet some of them there are hundreds of us sometimes I think a bit too many of us but (laughs) but yeah it's it, it can be a great community It can be Can I'm not saying it always is But it can be So I'm gonna go now I hope this episode's been Okay Hope you found something Of interest Or of entertainment value I'm gonna leave you this though I will leave you with one more thing because I think it's important how do you get gigs? do you use Facebook? do you rely on word of mouth? do you send out flyers or postcards? do you phone places? I've tried all these things I remember a couple of years before lockdown I spent two days phoning every school in my well, within central Scotland, every school I could get a number for and it led to a a few gigs it did not immediately they they booked me for the end of term that was coming up like a month or six weeks later so that was good, but it was a long two days, I've sent out letters and postcards and flyers and things like that, they've rarely worked, very rarely, I've relied on word of mouth, that used to do me okay, word of mouth and a Facebook page back in the day, that was it, they were my staples, and I got decent amount of work not you know I wasn't turning down gigs I wasn't like completely mobbed but I had what I thought at the time was just enough gigs to get by and then during lockdown I sorted out a website for myself I used Squarespace and I had a little website on there just a free little basic thing I had stuck a few pictures and words on but during lockdown I gave an overhaul I changed the background I wrote a lot more on each page and you know added extra pages separated things into children's entertainment Wedding and corporate entertainment, why but, yeah, you know, contact details, all different things. You can see it all if you go to www.scotland'smagic sensation.com. And I started writing a blog every week. For a while there, I was doing it every couple of days, but it got too much, and now um, doing it once a week is still quite demanding because you start to run out of things to write about. But But I keep going, because I always find something to write about. And since getting my webpage sorted, and yes, I use Google AdWords, using that as well, my bookings have gone, I wouldn't say, well, not sky high, but they have increased dramatically. So if I can give you one piece of advice, as a working magician get a website get it sorted get it promoted that's all I've got to say so once again thank you so much for listening I will be back maybe next week I hope to be back next week but it's um, it's a busy time so if I'm not back next week I'll be back in a couple of weeks Either way, look after yourself. Look after each other. Keep practicing and keep believing. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. So thanks once again for listening. My name is Lee Milne. You've been listening to the We Magic Podcast. Keep in touch and I'll see you next time.